Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Do you have an overactive mind? Does your mind chatter rob you of your peace? I mean, how do you get your mind to stop bugging you with its worries and doubts and fears and, and concerns? Well, that's the work that I've been doing with people like you for 20 plus years now. And today I want to share with you the game changer formula, which is one of the first steps to getting your mind to quiet down so you can live an epic life. My name is Matthew Ferry, and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So let's start by taking a deep breath in through the nose. Hold your breath. Close your eyes if that's appropriate. If it's not, it's okay. Just keep watching. It doesn't matter to me. But just keep taking long, slow, deep breaths. Let's take a moment together. Let's, let's get into the present moment. And let's transcend our survival consciousness by setting an intention together to embrace or to have enlightened consciousness to flow through. Let's take a deep breath in, hold your breath, and in your mind, repeat after me. Please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through to experience the purity of my own consciousness, to know that all is well, to embrace life, people, and circumstances exactly as they are. Please set the intention to release my need for things to be different, to practice total and complete acceptance of all people in all situations at all times, including myself. Now take a deep breath in. Hold your breath. Connect with this idea that all is well. Because in the end, when you recognize that we are all one thing, expressing itself with infinite variety, the only conclusion is that all is well. That everything that you are, everything you see, everything you experience is nothing more than a manifestation of that energy and information that is pervasive throughout the entire universe that is self-organizing into the subatomic particles, the atoms, the molecules, the cells, everything that you are is the result of some kind of self-organizing energy and information. And when you recognize yourself as that, and you see that you are that, your parents are that, your friends are that, the president is that, the people who are being combative are, are that, your friends are that, everything is that. When you see that we are all the same thing, expressing itself with infinite variety, wow. Peace. All is well. So you can have peace of mind. And you can feel calm in the middle of all the chaos of life. You could be at the dinner table. I was at the dinner table tonight with my, my family and they are, they're operating in a way that is different than me. They, uh, they have a totally different perspective about the world and about life. And they're not necessarily concerned with peace and joy and flow. And yet, through these skills that I'm teaching you, I was able to maintain my own peace and joy and flow and really appreciate and honor them and love them exactly as they were. But you have to have an awareness of the drunk monkey to pull this off. Think about it like this. The doctor taps your knee with his hammer. Boom, your leg twitches. That's a reflex. You can't help it. 
You look into the rearview mirror, you're driving your car, and the police lights are flashing. Boom, the heart rate increases. That's a reflex. Some people see blood. Instantly, they feel sick. That's a reflex. To get you to comply with its biological motives, the drunk monkey uses what I call unconscious reflexes. The drunk monkey, all that unwanted, uninvited chatting in your head, that stuff that you don't ask for, the judging, the assessing, the evaluating, the, the fretting, the worrying, the doubts, the fears, they're all some expression of an unconscious reflex. So the dictionary defines unconscious as a part of the mind that is inaccessible to the conscious mind, but can affect behavior and emotions. And then a reflex is defined as an action that is performed as a response to a stimulus and without conscious thought. The unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey, this has been taking you out your entire life. It has been causing you to go into reaction and fret and doubt and fear and uncertainty and all this. Let's just list off the negative emotions. The recognition of the unconscious reflexes, for me, is the result of studying the survival mind now for decades. And I will tell you this, that creativity that you crave, that, that feeling of love and joy and optimism, that feeling of happiness that you know is available to you, compassion, acceptance, these thoughts do not live in the realm of the drunk monkey, which is literally my nickname for the survival mind. Positive experiences are generally even not even possible when you're in a survival state. And it is vital that you see this dynamic as we explore the unconscious reflexes of the drunk monkey and the hidden motives to survive that trigger them into, into action. The key, the key here to getting this thing to go quiet in your head is awareness. When you see the drunk monkey for what it is, it loses its grip on your attention. When you stop paying attention to the drunk monkey, you begin to remove its ability to influence you. Its underlying motivation starts to disappear and you feel peace and you feel flow and you feel joy because that's what's left when the mind is not bugging you anymore. When the mind is not bugging you, you are literally free from the worry and the doubt and the fear and the concerns because that's what the mind is. Underneath the morass of unwanted thoughts is a very simple state of joy. It's not too high, it's not too low, it's pretty even. But awareness is the key. And I call my formula for game, gaining awareness the game changer formula. So it goes like this, and you've heard me talk about it in the past. Awareness makes you flexible, which reveals new options. And those options give you the power, the power to change, to do something different. And when you have options, essentially you have freedom. Options give you power. Now, you probably know this actually from the opposite because when you have no options, you feel powerless. So awareness changes the game. Changes the game from unconscious to conscious. It changes the game from survival mind to thriving mind. It changes the game from defense to offense. Awareness. When you see that you are the one holding the gun, shooting yourself in the foot, 
you suddenly have the option of putting the gun down. Awareness was the key. Because before, you actually just thought it was somebody else or you thought it was the world. You were blaming the world. My foot, it hurts. It's bleeding all the time. I have a hole in my foot. You didn't realize that it was you pulling the trigger over and over and over and over. But with awareness, you see that it's you. And the moment you see that it is you, oh, the freedom. Because now you get to choose before it was unconscious. So what I want to do is I want to take you through a simple awareness exercise of the six unconscious reflexes that I address in my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Let's talk about the first one, forecasting the negative. What an amazing thing that the mind does. It is in this perpetual state of trying to figure out what's going to happen, forecast the future, and then adjust your life to fit with it. And, and we need to celebrate this. It's so beautiful. Such a wonderful thing that the mind is doing, except when it is forecasting in, in a situation that has multiple possibilities depending on what you put in, right? You could, let's say, let's just pretend I'm going to call someone and I'm going to make a request for some reason. The mind's natural default is to figure out all the ways that they're going to say no, or they're not going to help, or that's going to reject them, or blah, blah, blah. The, the mind defaults to the negative. So this forecasting ability is phenomenal. It's an amazing thing, and you want to use it to your advantage. But you want to catch the drunk monkey forecasting the negative. The second one is the desire to fit in. The desire to fit in is so powerful, so compelling. We will manipulate ourselves. We will change ourselves. We will, we will accept things that are degrading to us in a desire to get other people to appreciate and like us. And, we, and, and that actually is very valuable in terms of uh, a tribal phenomenon, right? Uh, you will get ahead in life in general by figuring out how to get people to like you. But here's the thing that you need to know. The most powerful possible thing you can do is be completely yourself. But the drunk monkey will convince you that being yourself is dangerous and that you have to change and adjust yourself to fit with the pack. But typically someone like you, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, someone like you, come on. You fitting into the pack is actually a huge downgrade. So I want you to just be aware of this desire to fit in. Another one, number three, is holding people accountable to agreements that they never made. This is the, the primary reason for divorce. This is the source of, of you getting fired or you quitting or a conflict between you and your friend or whatever. We, we hold people accountable to agreements that they never made. There are agreements that we think they should make. Well, we're like, well, if they're smart, they would do that. Or, you know, this is the way I was raised and it's supposed to be like that. But I just want you to know, it's all in your imagination. Unless people specifically said they were going to do something, you holding them accountable to it is ridiculous and it creates conflict for you. Thanks, drunk monkey. Number four is avoiding making the same mistake twice. Now, this seems incredibly practical, and it is, for the most part. Except when you're doing something new, which is most of the time. 
Because what happens is the drunk monkey says, oh, well, this one time I did this thing and it didn't work out. And I'm doing this new thing. And they're kind of the same. It creates a generalization. And so this one might not work out too. And it it's, uses its estimating ability to try and figure out the way to have things work out. The only problem is, is that the estimating is almost always based on the past. And the past is almost always distorted by all kinds of fears and, and distortions and generalizations. And the truth of the matter is the things that you're going after today are actually different. And, and even though they might be exactly the same, you're different, the world's different, people are different. So the activity might be the same, but all these other things have changed. And you've got to be able to see, you've got to pierce through the drunk monkey's fear that you're going to make the same mistake twice. If you're going to get that worry, that doubt, that fear to go away so you can be at peace in the situation. Here's another one following rules that don't exist. We follow rules that degrade us. We've never examined the rules, but we follow them. And in the following of those rules and the degrading experience that we have, our mind gets fired up and, and starts chatting. So the mind itself, the drunk monkey says, we have to do this. This is the way we do it. It doesn't examine why, it doesn't even know why, it was conditioned, it's cultural, whatever, right? Then you're following the rule that you have to follow because the drunk monkey said, but the rule itself makes you feel like crap. And when you're following rules that don't exist and you feel like crap, your mind starts talking because feeling like crap means that you are in a survival state. When you feel bad, essentially, you're in, you're in a, 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 there's a signal that is being sent to the body that says, we are in a compromised state. We got to figure out what to do. And now you've lost your peace. Now the mind is in a survival state. How about this one? Avoiding failure. This is an unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey. And the truth is, there is no actual failure. There's outcomes that happen. There's situations that occur. There's, there's results that get produced, but it only becomes a failure when you declare that you're done, when you're not, you're not willing to go any farther. But the drunk monkey will say, ooh, I don't want to fail. I don't want to look bad. I don't want to be embarrassed. I don't want to write all of that stuff. It's in the realm of avoiding make, making the same mistake twice. And you literally don't take the actions that would ultimately create that alignment inside of you where you are able to feel completely fulfilled doing the things that you that you appreciate and love and want to do and desire and then finally the last one is having opinions on everything the drunk monkey in your head has an opinion on everything including things it knows nothing about and when you have opinions on everything what happens is you create conflict in fact, opinions are the source of suffering. They're literally arbitrary. You made them up. They're just points of view. And your point of view can so often put you into conflict with your environment, with the people, with the situation, even within yourself. Like, I shouldn't be doing that. Oh, yeah? Okay. Who says? You want to be just really, really on high alert for should, shouldn't, have to, must, need to. These automatically uh, put you into a survival state. So there you go. Let me repeat them back and then I have a, a question for you, okay? So forecasting the negative, desire to fit in, holding others accountable to agreements they never made, avoiding making the same mistake twice, following rules that don't exist, avoiding failure, having opinions on everything. Awareness 
makes you flexible, which reveals new options. And that gives you the power to make the changes that you want in, in life. So here's my question. Which one of the unconscious reflexes of the drunk monkey has been robbing you of your peace of mind? Which one of the unconscious reflexes do you want to start working on so that you're no longer burdened by the insanity of the drunk monkey? Leave it in the comments for me. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what's going on with you. I'd love to be in communication. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind Epic Life. And I want you to make sure that you like this video and will you share this video with other spiritual hooligans, please? And leave me a comment. These are the things that tell YouTube, hey, this is a video worth sharing. This is a video that we should get out to the other people. So it helps me, but it also helps the world. So thank you for doing that. Thank you for joining me in that. Now, if you dig the things that I say, hit the subscribe button. Also hit the little bell button. That way you'll get um, little uh, uh, alerts when I make new videos. And I just, again, I encourage you to engage me in the comments. Let's talk. Let's, let's chat about what it is that you are thinking or what's robbing you of your peace. Let me be of service and support to you. Finally, consider joining us over in Spiritual Hooligans Facebook group. Whole bunch of us over there in the world, just like you, we're all communing, we're all talking. I'll put the link down below for you to check it out. Thanks again for tuning in to this daily enlightenment.